I want you to think about a word for just a minute. The word is peace. So think about that for just a minute. My name is Scott Tidwell. I'm the online campus pastor here at FBCW. Today is uh, December the 26th. It's the last Sunday of the year. What a year it's been. I don't know about you, but golly, it just, I can't hardly believe that the year's over again. And uh, so here we are on the last Sunday of the year. Here we are on the last Sunday of this four-week series about the names of Jesus. I'm really glad you joined us today. Christmas can be a time that's got great family memories. It's a time when you enjoy and you celebrate with your family the get-togethers and the food and all of those things. It can also be a time of struggles for people. Uh, one of the lines out of an old Mac Davis song is, I think happiness is Lubbock, Texas in my rearview mirror. You know, happiness for you around the holidays uh, may be the, the uh, town of your in-laws in your rearview mirror. Or it, it may be that everybody was at your house this year and you're thinking, man, happiness is seeing the red lights as they go down the street and they leave and go back home. So Christmas is a time, the holidays are a time that bring lots of feelings for people. Uh, if you're struggling with Christmas, struggling with the holidays, reach out. We'd love to help you. We are here uh, as the pastoral staff for the online family. We love you guys. Uh, we don't get to interact with you person to person, face to face like we would like to, but we're here to interact. Uh, we're here uh, for your phone calls, your emails, however you want to reach out to us. We're here to be your pastoral care team for you. So if you've got issues this Christmas, just reach out. We'd love to walk alongside you. We're finishing up 2021. It's been a great year, the year of knowing Jesus. And we're kicking off a great series for 2022. It's going to be the year of knowing God. And I invite you to, uh, to go along with us. Don't miss a Sunday. You can watch these anytime you want to. So if you can't watch on Sunday morning, no problem. Just watch these whenever you have time. Uh, if you have a thought or a comment or something particularly hits home with you, ship me an email and we would love to talk to you about the things that you think about. So a minute ago, I asked you to think about the word peace. What did you think of? Well, uh, all of the women in the room, when I said the word peace, they were thinking about, oh, it, peace is what happens when my family is all in unity and the kids are good and, and uh, all the relatives and the parents are in unity and it's just a great time in the family. Or, or women think about, well, peace is when everyone in the world can, can just get along and, and we can have world peace. Of course, the men in the room, when I said the word peace, they're thinking about piece of what? Is there a brisket? Is there, is there a pie somewhere? So I get that. The word peace brings lots of thoughts. Uh, in, the, in our church, we talk about the peace plan. You've heard Pastor Scott talk about that various times this year, and we're going to talk about it next year because it's the way we bring relief to the world, to, the, to those in the world that need us, are hurting, and need our help. So Peace can be a lot of different things. We're going to talk today about what peace is. And I want to start with what peace is not. The world, the world today especially, is the antithesis of peace. Aldous Huxley wrote a book uh, many years ago, Brave New World, and his theory was that we were going to get to a point in our society when we were just 
bombarded by so much information that we wouldn't be able to find the truth in all of it because there's just too much to sort through. And I kind of feel like that's where we are today. Uh, just in my soul of souls at the end of this year, I long for just a pause, just a stop, uh, a little time out, if, if you will, just to have a reset and kind of get things back on track. So peace can be uh, a lot of things, but it's not anything that's found in the world. Uh, for some people, peace is a feeling. Uh, it's a comfort. It's a place that, that they feel comfortable. It's a place without strife. Uh, for some people, peace is a place. You know, we can all think of places in our, in our living where, where when we were there or when we were there, everything just seemed to be okay. You know, there's a place in a stream in Quartz Creek, north of Gunnison in Colorado where I used to fly fish. And in this particular stream, you fish your way down uh, for a couple hours and uh, in the middle of the stream, there's a rock. And you can just sit down on that rock with the water coming up to about three quarters up your waders and uh, you can just sit and, and feel peace there uh, in that place. Some people when they think of peace they think of a person. Uh, someone in your life that was just a guiding principle of every everything just stayed right on track and there was never any drama or anything like that going on with this person. Uh, some people think about peace being a time in their life when things just all seem to go well. You know, and all those things are great, but peace is a relationship with God through Jesus, empowered by the indwelling Holy Spirit. That's what peace actually is. So let's go on a little adventure today. We're going to talk about peace, where we find peace, uh, and we're going to see if we can draw some peace into our lives as we close out 2021. Pray with me. Father God, just thank you for today. Thank you for this crowd that watches so faithfully with us every week. Thank you for the leadership of our church that believes so strongly in our online crowd. God, we're going to talk about something today that's hard for some of us because it's, it's a subject that, that's difficult for us to wrap our minds around. God, I just ask that you would bring your words today and not mine. God, as I prepared this talk today, uh, most of this is, is really scripture today, and, and certainly what you have to say through your word to us is much more important than the words I have to say. So I just ask you to speak today through me uh, and let your people hear what you need them to hear as we finish out this year. We pray all this in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So peace is something that God wants us so much to have that he empowers the entire trinity to give us peace. So my first point today is that the provision of peace comes through God the Father. And it comes in a couple of different ways. The first way is relationship. Peace in a believer's relationship with God the Father. Romans 5.1 says it this way. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So that relationship of peace comes from God our Father by doing what God wants us to do in embracing and turning our lives over to Jesus Christ. The other way that peace comes in this relationship with God is through God's provision for us. Uh, and peace comes through the Father's provision 
for the believer. 1 Timothy 6, 17 says this, Instruct those who are rich in the present age not to be arrogant or to set their hope on the uncertainty of wealth, but on God, who richly provides us with all things to enjoy. Wealth and things of this world are not going to bring us peace. They may bring us some sense of momentary happiness or joy or, or relief, really, but it's not peace. It's not something that goes to the core of our soul, something that makes us know on the inside that everything is okay. So it's not the things in the world that we're going to find that will give us peace. Having money is not going to give us peace. Having things will not give us peace. One of the sayings today is, well, I'm going to I'm living my best life. I went to dinner last night with uh, Matt Lombardi, our communications director, and we both had uh, lasagna at a local restaurant. And that piece of lasagna was as big as a football. And uh, just to top the evening off, we decided we needed to have tiramisu on top of it. You know, in the moment, I felt like living my best life. But my best life is not found in food. My best life is not found in money or riches or nice clothes or a nice car, a big, huge house. My best life is found when I turn my life over and live my life for Jesus, all for Jesus. That's what living my best life is because what I do in this life is just going to be overshadowed so much by the life that God has for me in eternity. So if you're going to want to live your best life, you live your best life by living all for Jesus. So peace comes through the relationship and the things that we have with God the Father. But secondly, the second part of the Trinity of peace is provision of peace through Jesus Christ. Jesus provided lots of ways as examples for us how to obtain this peace. It starts, obviously, with the coming of Jesus Christ. Luke 2, 10 through 14. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the city of David a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was the multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. There are some great Old Testament and and New Testament passages that you can look at prophesying what was going to happen when Jesus came. We'll put these up on the screen for you, but Isaiah 9, 6 to 7, Micah 5, 2 to 5, uh, Zechariah 9, 9 to 10, uh, Luke 2, 25 to 32, and Ephesians 2, 17. Take a little time this week and look back through those passages and see the foretelling of what Jesus was going to mean when he came. The second way that uh, Jesus gives us peace, he, he starts with his coming and then during his lifetime, he lived out peace through his teaching. So the second part of the Jesus part of the Trinity is through Jesus Christ's teaching. John 16:33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. 
I have conquered the world. Jesus tells us that we will have peace in him. And certainly if we're living our best life, if we're living a life patterned after the life of Jesus Christ, we will most certainly have many more opportunities to be peaceful, to find a place in our soul where everything seems the way it ought to be. The third way that we get through peace through Jesus' life is through his ministry. Acts 10.36 He sent the message to the Israelites proclaiming the good news of peace through Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all. Jesus' ministry was a great example of bringing peace to people. Jesus loved to have people come in and, and just experience what was going on. His first step was just come and see and then come and grow and come and learn. And then uh, as a greater commitment, come and serve, serve other people. And then finally, of course, is the commitment that Jesus has, just come and die. Die to yourself and live for me. So we're going to live our best life dying to ourselves and living a life patterned after the life of Jesus, all for Jesus. Jesus brings us peace through his death. Colossians 1, 19 through 20. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile everything to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Jesus had to die to, to, re, to take our sins away from us and give us the peace that we can have in the world today by not worrying about the kind of people we were yesterday. I mean, th there's so many people out there that I talk to that say, well, you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to be saved. I'd like to have a relationship with Jesus, but I'm just not a very good person. Jesus finds us where we are and Jesus is way more interested, not in who we were, but who we will become when we follow him. Jesus wants us to live our best life by patterning our life after him. Forget about the past. Think about what you're going to do moving forward. And then Jesus' peace uh, is patterned in the resurrection through Jesus' resurrection. Luke 24, 36. As they were saying these things, he himself stood in their midst. This was an appearance of Jesus to the women. And he said to them, peace to you. Jesus wanted their hearts to be calmed and quieted. Uh, they were in, in quiet turmoil, not knowing what was going to happen to them. But Jesus wanted them to know that he was concerned about them and he wanted to be, bring peace to them. And lastly, we find peace of Jesus through his ascension. Romans 8:34 Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is the one who died, but even more has been raised. He also is at the right hand of God and intercedes for us. A lot of religions today look at their leader, their savior. Muhammad, he was born, he lived, he taught, he died. He died. Uh, Buddha Buddha was born, he lived, he taught, he died, he's dead. Joseph Smith, he was born, he lived, he taught, he died, he's dead. Jesus isn't dead. Jesus is not dead. Back to the scripture. Jesus Christ is the one who died, but even more, he has been raised. 
He also is at the right hand of God, and he intercedes for us. We have a hero that helps us fight our battles. There are people around you probably that want you to succeed, that want to see you do well. Nobody in this world wants to see you do well any more than Jesus. Jesus wants you to pattern your life after him and live your life that way. Reach out and help people the way Jesus would have. All of these other people that led these other religions, they're dead. They're not at the right hand of God. Uh, they're not interceding on our behalf anymore. They're dead in the ground, done, finished for them. The third way, the third part of, of how we get peace is provision of peace through the Holy Spirit. When we give our lives to Jesus, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we get the indwelling Holy Spirit to help us. I need help. I, I, you need help. We all need help. Uh, it, this is a tough time to live. I mean, at the end of 2021, we are 19 months, 20 months down the road from something called COVID. Uh, in March of 2020, when COVID became a thing, you know, I knew it was, I knew it was important. I knew it was going to be a change. I would have never thought almost two years later we would still be dealing with this. There's lots of things going on, but Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit to help us through these things. First, through the Holy Spirit's inner witness, 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Now it is God who strengthens us together with you in Christ and who has anointed us. He has also put his seal on us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a down payment. God has equipped you. Once you give your life to Jesus, God equips you with the Holy Spirit to help you, help you get through these times. We get peace through the Holy Spirit's presence, Acts 9.31. So the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, the church increased in numbers. We also get peace through the Holy Spirit as, a, as fruit of the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. And also Romans 14, 17, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's not in eating and drinking. It's not in worldly things. It is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So as I finish up today, the question is this, where are you gonna find peace? Where, where is the place of peace going to be for you? Uh, peace is not a place. Peace is not a pile of money. Peace is not having a bunch of things that make us feel better in the moment. Peace is a person, and that person is Jesus Christ. Peace comes through our relationship with God, through Jesus Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Peace comes when we make Jesus Christ our Lord and Shepherd, and we come into relationship with him. Isaiah 9, 6, Sean and Scott have used this passage the last few weeks. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, and Prince of Peace. I hope you find peace this year.
if you're sitting there today and you're thinking, I, man, I would like to have some of this peace that comes through knowing Jesus, you can do that today. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, God, just thank you for this opportunity to speak. Thank you, God, for every set of ears that's listened today. Thank you, God, for provision of your peace. Knowing you through your provision in relationship with Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. God, there may be people in the audience today that do not know Jesus, and they, they are longing for the peace that comes through a relationship with Jesus. If you're one of those people in the audience, it's simply you just do this. Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. I know that you went to the cross for me. Jesus, I give you my life. I make you the Lord and Savior of my life and I turn my life over to you. If you prayed that prayer today for the first time, welcome to the family. Uh, peace will come to you through your relationship with Jesus. Just let the Holy Spirit guide you and, and show your heart the way that you need to go. God, thank you for all of your constant provision through this year. God, for those that are struggling at the end of this year, my prayer is that they'll have peace. They will come to a place of knowing Jesus where they can reconcile their hearts and get rid of all the bad things that are going on. God, just thank you for the provision that you give us and thank you especially for your son going to the cross for our sins so that we could have the peace of knowing that we are forgiven. We are forgiven and we are children of the Most High God. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope this was a good year for you. If it was a bad year, reach out. We would love to help. We really hope to see you again next year. We love you. We love our online family, and we are here for you. Uh, our online uh, campus and our online family is very important to us. Pastor Scott loves everyone, not only in the church, but in our online campus. He says in our, in our gatherings here physically, uh, have I told you lately that I love you? And he does. He loves you. Uh, he loves every one of you. Whether you're here in person in, in a pew or a seat or whether you're online on your couch watching or uh, at the deer blind or at the fishing hole, wherever you may be today watching, you are loved. You have a, a community here that loves you. You have a God that loves you. So as you end the year, just focus on Jesus. Focus on God and let that peace settle into your heart. In Jesus' name. Thank you for watching today.